Welcome, welcome, welcome to QC Hornet's Nest, a podcast powered by the Charlotte Observer. I'm your host and resident beat writer, Rod Boone. And each week, I have the latest buzz, news, and nuggets on the Charlotte Hornets. I'll be telling you stories other shows won't and give you inside access other shows can't. This week, I'm joined by Miles Bridges. We discuss the Hornets' excitement level as they prepare for the playing tournament, his breakout season, and who's most responsible for his improvement, wanting to play with a mellow ball for his entire career, and more. So, are you ready? Okay, let's go. Let's get it. So, as the Hornets head into this stretch where they have three games and four nights to kind of conclude the regular season, you know, they're coming off really two tough losses on this road trip that essentially extended basically a week. And for them to have a good win in New York after that good win in Brooklyn going back, and then to follow up with just a couple of stinkers against Philadelphia and then in Miami was just kind of obviously not the way you want to be looking this time of season as they go into the last little few games there. So very important for them to write themselves having two of the next three games to finish the regular season at home, including two division opponents in Orlando and Washington who don't have anything to really play for and games that you pretty much have to win to get yourself positive momentum going to the playing tournament. Those are sandwiched in between a game against the Chicago Bulls and that's a back-to-back, so we'll see what happens there. But more than anything else, the Hornets need to start feeling good about themselves again, like they were when they had won 10 or 14 games, kind of writing themselves a little bit there, um, going through these last couple of tough losses. So it's going to be interesting to see just how they kind of can fix things and how they break down the rotations and, and Gordon Haywood's availability because, you know, Gordon Haywood, as you know, came back in the game against Philadelphia and he contributed a little bit, but after the game, when I spoke to him and asked him kind of how he's feeling, trying to fit back in, he was really candid and mentioned how it's something that he really wants to do. He wants to be out there with his teammates and, and fighting with them um, out there on the court. And, but after the game, he felt sore and he hadn't played for 22 games. It's, I guess it's one of those things that it's going to naturally happen with your body if you miss that amount of time. But to me, that's one of the main things to watch out for over these next few games as they finish the regular season is to figure out if Gordon's going to be a part of the rotation and if he is exactly what that entails. Because at this point, for him to come back and be the player that he was before he missed 22 games, it's kind of essentially something that you can't count on. Because when you're out for that long, almost two months, to just say, okay, let's go out there, the lights come on, it's playoff mode, that's really hard to do. The Hornets themselves, as we know last year, didn't play very well in playing tournament game against Indiana and got crushed. So you want to be going to that game with a lot of momentum, feeling like you're playing some of your best basketball of the season. And right now they aren't doing that as they prepare for this stretch where they begin against Orlando on Thursday, again, followed by Chicago, and then finishing off with Washington on Sunday afternoon. It's very, very important for the Hornets to not go into the tournament feeling the way they are after those two losses to Miami and um and Philadelphia. You know, they can say whatever they want about, you know, things are going the right direction and they feel like they're going to be um, right there and, and able to make some noise due to the way the offense is so um efficient at times, but defense is going to carry this team. They can go out there and score all the points they want to, but when you give up 144 points in consecutive games on the road against teams that are playoff teams and top five, four or five of the conference, that's not going to really 
do you any justice. So the Hornets have to figure that out, figure it out soon, and we'll see if they can get this thing together in time to make some noise and be a playing tournament team. Actually, you want to go out there and, and see and, as your opponent not play because right now the Hornets aren't on top of their game whatsoever going to the last few games of the regular season. All right, so joined by Miles Bridges. Uh, thanks, Miles, for giving me some time again, man. Appreciate it. Um, the season for you guys overall so far, about a week, less than a week left in the season now. What's it like knowing you guys going through the postseason, but I'm sure you still want to do a little more damage once you get there? Yeah, um, everybody's focused, you know. Everybody wants to make the playoffs, you know. Not We got guys that, that's been to the playoffs that really want to make it back. We got guys that never been there that, that really want to go to the playoffs, so... Everybody's focusing and locked in at the task on hand. I know Terry mentioned a couple of weeks ago that um, it's hard for, for I guess guys who haven't been to the playoffs kind of know what it's like. Just just once you get there, what as I still talk to you guys about that? What about that? And just trying to get there and just understand it's like a different um, atmosphere, just a different uh, game overall once you get to the playoffs. Yeah, it's, the playoff environment is definitely a different environment. You know, Terry is preaching to me like. Once you get there, then everybody's everybody light shines. You know, everybody like everybody in the world can see what you can actually do on a basketball court. Because not too many people, you know, not too many people watch regular season games like compared to the playoff game. So everybody is magnified, and it's just a different different environment. I want to and I want to get to that. How much does last year's loss? I know it's a year ago, but how much does last year's loss to Indiana kind of drive you guys to make sure it doesn't happen again in playing tournament this year? Yeah, I mean, um, it, it was definitely. Some huge for us, you know. We we always look back at that loss whenever we're trying we're in a bad situation or we're trying to get back on track, you know, because we don't ever want to feel that feeling again. And yeah, that's definitely a big motivation for us. We use this motivation in the postseason. I'm sure you put in a lot of work this offseason, man. Once once that game happened, tell me about that and how you feel it's kind of pushed you to be where you're at right now, uh, season wise. Uh, just the will to win, you know. I, I love my teammates. I love my coaches. You know, so I, I really just want to make the playoffs with these guys and have a special experience, you know. Um, what did you work – I know you've been asked previously, what did you think you worked on most in your game in the offseason to help you become the player you are right now? Uh, I'd say my ball handling, um, just create my own shot. You know, I, I was always able to get to the rim, but just at a consistent level and actually making plays when I get to the rim, that's, that's definitely helped me in the offseason. Um yeah, just making reads. You had mentioned um, after the game in uh, Philly about just how when Gordon came last year, things changed for you. Um, just how had you, I guess, taken that role initially and then kind of gone with it to be the player you are right now? I mean, because, you, like I said, you weren't starting when you came in, but then you kind of worked way back in the lineup, and now you're one of the best players on the team. Uh, I mean, it was just a big – it was an eye-opener for me, you know. Um, Gordon, he, he as soon as he came here, he did a great job, you know, being a vet, being a leader on his team. And I had to take a step back. You know, I haven't done anything in this league. He's been to the playoffs numerous of times, done done a lot of damage in this league. So um, it was kind of good for me to step back and actually see how a, a vet operates at that position. And, and, and just watching him for a full year kind of got me to where I am right now, like like my mindset, um, just attacking every play. Um being smart, knowing when to attack, when to when to pass, and all that type of stuff. So, Gordon played a he, he's played a huge part in that. Um, so, yeah, I, I watch him every day for real. Yeah, you've been playing small forward and power for a little bit, going back and forth. 
but since you learned from him, does that help you? Has that helped you become a better small forward? Do you think than you were, like I said before, he got here? Yeah, for sure. You know, just getting to my moves. You know, being patient in the paint. Uh, he's taught me a lot of that stuff, um, and just staying aggressive. You know, he always just told me to stay aggressive, saying I get to the rim at, at will, um, and just using that to my advantage. You know, so of course, been a huge part of that. You're averaging, I think, twenty plus. Point three points per game or something like that this year, man. Um, did you think you had it in you to be a 20-point scorer in the NBA? I mean, I'm sure you probably thought you had talent-wise, but, but to be able to do it and see it kind of go from where you were first year to now, just how I guess excited for anything that you even can get to this point, you really got more to go. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited. I mean, you know, everybody, everybody that ever dreams about going to the NBA dreams of being 20-point per game score, you know, 30-point per game score. Um, and me just growing up and watching all the guys that came before me that, that's done that, um, it, it really is a blessing to me. You know, and I just want to continue to get better. And like, like, I, said, like I said before, it's, it's thanks to my teammates, you know, thanks to my coaches because they're pushing me and giving me confidence to, to be who I am right now. And then when you see the jump you made just stats-wise from last year to this year, it's kind of even most eye-opening for you to say, man, I really had a, a big step up from what I was doing last year, production-wise, to this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, it, and it all goes into mindset, you know, just having the mindset to be aggressive at all times, wanting to help the team win, um, you know, just pushing myself past my limits that I thought I had, you know, and it's helped me out. And then, you know, obviously, you better than yourself, man. We talked about that at the beginning of this, the season everything with – contract and whatnot, to be able to put that aside and still have a season that you've had so far, man, how, how proud are you that you were able to kind of put in distractions away and just focus on going out there and be the best player you can be this year? Uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's easy for me, you know, with the NBA, it's, it's never really about the money to me, you know, I, I love I love playing basketball, like I actually love the game of basketball, and I, even if I wasn't getting paid, I'd still play basketball, um, so it, it was easy for me to put that aside, um, you know, focus on the season and focus on the task at hand that we're doing right now. Uh, so just want to keep pushing forward. Uh, just a couple more. Just last thing is uh, for you individually, um, what do you still you feel you have to still work on to get to the level you want to get to be to be the player you want to be in the NBA? Uh, just getting better at creating my own shot. You know, I want to get a mid-range, a mid-post-up uh, mid game, you know, um, just so I can have all aspects of the game. Because I can shoot the three, you know, I could drive to the basket, I can pass. Um, so I'm just creating for myself on the mid post up in the, the post game. And last thing I know for you with Melo, you guys are tandems, obviously. You, know, you guys are really cool and everything. What's it been like kind of going through this second season with him, seeing him grow up, and know you guys hopefully going to be a tandem for a while in Charlotte? Yeah, um, I mean, it's great playing with Melo. Since he got here, he's changed the culture for the, for the better. Um, and we've been a winning team ever since he got here. Um, so I love playing next to Melo. He's just he's just the type type of teammate that that makes everybody on the floor better, you know. And the energy on the court is contagious, and it, and, it, and it helps everybody else. So I'm I'm happy to be playing on Melo. I would love to play on Melo for for the rest of my career if I could. Um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely proud of him and, and how far he's came. Many many thanks to Miles Bridges for giving me some time and just give me a little bit of insight into how the team is feeling and how he's feeling going to the last two games of the regular season and the playing tournament. So once again, thanks to Miles for joining me. All right, so let's look ahead now to the playing tournament because that's essentially what the Hornets are locked into, as we all know. It's more about seeding and where they're going to finish and are they going to have a home game, a road game, 
And the way it looks right now, um, barring something catastrophic happening with Brooklyn after their huge win comeback win against the Knicks, they're in the driver's seat to get to as high as seventh in the East that they can knock off Cleveland. So I don't see the Nets even being a part of the conversation right now. So what it really boils down to is the Hornets and the Hawks. It looks like they're going to face off against each other in that 9-10 game. And right now, as we go into the weekend, pretty much the Hawks, in my mind, have the upper hand. You know, they're essentially, uh, you know, two games up right now on the Hornets in the win and loss column. And when you look at it in that regard, it's going to make it hard for the Hornets to catch up to those guys. So, um, you know, the Hornets can, can, can still match them, but it comes down to the vision record tiebreakers and all that. And the Hornets just don't have those right now against the Hawks as they kind of stand going into the next couple of games here, finishing the season off. So it looks more and more like the Hornets are going to have to go on the road and win at least two games to get into the playoffs as the number um, eight seed. So, you know, they've been a decent road team all year, but that's the, to me, what you have coming down the pike per se is it's going to be the Hornets and Hawks in Atlanta, most likely on Tuesday to kind of begin the playing tournament and kind of have to go from there. And I think that Cleveland, Brooklyn, uh, whoever the winner of that game, which to me, I think is still going to be Brooklyn. That means that if the Hornets win against the Hawks, come to go to Brooklyn and beat Kyrie and KD to get a chance at that number eight spot. So really tough role for him. We'll see how it shakes out. Time for this week's random factoid. And the random factoid essentially is the number three. That's the amount of times the Hornets have finished above 500 since basketball, the professional level, returned to Charlotte in 2004-05. Again, three times have the Hornets finished above 500. So that's why, again, these next few games they have coming up, it's important to kind of at least maybe solidify that and give yourself even more positive momentum going to the playing tournament. Well, so there you have it. Thanks so much for joining me this week, the latest ep of the QC Hornets Nest. I'm Rod Boom. For more Hornets content, check out charlotteobserver.com. And for a special sub offer to gain full access, click the link in my stories where it says support my work with a digital subscription. All right. Until next time, we out.